Broadcasting from Manhattan Beach and the World Wide Web, you're listening to CHSRHealthyLife.net. As a service to our listeners, this program is for general information and entertainment purposes only. CHSRHealthyLife.net does not recommend, endorse, or object to the views, products, or topics expressed or discussed by show hosts or their guests. We suggest you always consult with your own personal, medical, financial, or legal advisor. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show, talk radio to thrive by, powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Welcome, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk for Radio to Thrive By. And that's what this show is about. It's about kicking it up a few notches, taking a look, stepping back, and thinking, oh, my gosh, I could actually have the life I desire. And yet sometimes we're stuck in the middle of stuff, and we don't really get that we can do that. I'm your host, Dr. Pat Basile. I'm the host of the Dr. Pat Show formerly known as Crust Busting Your Way to an Awesome Life. And, by the way, I want to announce the new Crust Busting website is up. You can go to crustbusting.com and soon to be announced announced our international Crust Busting, crust busting Coaching uh, program. So we've got a lot of different things going on right now. Also, if you go to the Dr. Pat Show website, www.thedrpatshow.com, you can sign up for our newsletter. We'll keep you informed each week on guests like my very special guest today, Spencer D. Sherman, joining us here, Getting Naked Around Money. He is the author, as I said before, we have a fabulous show. He is the author of The Cure for Money Madness and believes that the key to marital success is to get naked around money. I'm already having a hot flash thinking about that. Becoming financially intimate with your partner will make your relationship stronger, help out your sex life, and let money flow. Sherman's eight-step process ensures money will never stand in the way of your love life. Uh, you know, let's just talk about, uh, you know, money right now. It's probably on everybody's mind more so than it's ever been, and it's probably not getting talked about in the way it needs to be talked about. Spencer D. Sherman, CFP, MBA, is founder and CEO of Abacus Wealth Partners and a wealth-advised company that manages more than $800 million of private investors' assets. Named by Worth Magazine as one of the top wealth advisors in the United States for the past four years running. Uh, Sherman's also been named one of the top money managers in the United States by Bloomberg Money Manager and as one of the 150 best advisors for doctors uh, by medical economics. And his, by the way, and the book that he has written is amazing. I mean, The Cure for Money Madness. We, we, we have so many financial books out there right now. But the question is, do we understand the underlying patterns that are causing us the most pain in our lives around money? And, you know, do we ask ourselves the question, what is the most notice, noticeable aspect of our money behavior? And, and, and part of what Spencer comes out and says is, you know, if you can notice that, that behavior, that pattern, whatever it is, then do a, the exact opposite for one full week. And I thought, I'm reading this as I'm getting ready to do this interview today. We could probably do a whole show just on that point. 
What is the most noticeable aspect of your money behavior? Whatever it is, do the exact opposite for one full week. If you're a saver, start spending. If you're a spender, start saving. If you're an impulse buyer, head for the mall with no credit cards and only enough cash for parking. Now, all of this is part of what he has put together in his book, The Cure for Money Madness. Uh, when we take a look at the patterns of our lives, what do we see? What is it that shows up? Spencer has created a blueprint for all of us to understand that there is a cure for this madness by first understanding what the madness is. You know, one of the things that you've heard me talk about on the show before are sort of these money myths these or these money messages. And so the question then comes up, what are these messages we tell ourselves? What have we learned from our childhood? And what are some of the phrases? As a matter of fact, I was, I was talking with folks this weekend about this. And we were kind of joking about some of the things that we hear about money. And yet in these economic times, the, we, we don't really stuff or hide those messages. Where are they? Are they working our subconscious? Are they there giving rise to what Spencer calls a money monster that lurks in our adult psyches, ready to haul out the defying emotion of the past to regulate our behaviors in the present invariably with disastrous consequences. And so money madness in the context of what we're talking about today isn't simply about pulling out $100 or $200 or $300 and, and taking it out and dropping it down on something we absolutely may or may not need. It is something about looking how our behaviors, our patterns, emotionally stir the pot up. It's like this cauldron of money, what, money madness in a sense, but this cauldron of effects and patterns over our lifetime that absolutely get us in trouble. So today you're going to hear us talk about uh, getting naked and what that means. You're going, to, you're going to hear us talk about the financial intimacy quotient. Uh, and beyond all that, we're going to talk about how we can get some solutions. What is it that's causing our relationships, things in our lives right now, especially in our relationships, not to work? One of the things that I know when I sat down and I read, uh, I, I read the book and, and certainly The Cure for Money Madness, Break Your Bad Habits, Live Without Financial Stress, and Make More Money. I mean, who the heck doesn't want to do that? But there's a chapter in the book, and that's the chapter that we're referring to for today's show. It's called Financial Intimacy, Getting Naked Around Money. And so as I was reading this, I was so reminded of how little we actually do talk about money and yet how many assumptions we make, how many assumptions we make in our relationships about money even in the initial stages of it, but being in relationships, even through marriage or partnership, what happens to us? Do we still keep separate accounts? Do we still, you know, hide our money secrets in a dark corner? And what if you have something to share with someone that is what you might call something dark, hidden in a corner? How do you even go about that? And so Spencer has taken on 
a huge, 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 I think, undertaking by helping us understand that we can stop the money madness, that we can live stress-free and prosper and have a lifetime of financial peace. And as we're looking at this right now, we're looking at the outside and we're thinking about what's going on in the stock market, what's happening with my, my financial portfolio, you know, can I even pay my bills this month? You know, all of this is what Spencer promised us, us will get taken care of. Now, there are many things that I get to look at, many books that come across my desk. And at, what I love about what he talks about is that he goes through his own personal story. But when you look at getting naked around money and the fact that it is essential for both partners in relationship to share their feelings, he goes on to talk about this level of financial intimacy. He actually has a financial intimacy quotient, but are we getting at the crux of the problem? How do we even begin to scratch the surface before we continue to create more disruption in our relationships? Well, my very special guest today, Spencer Sherman, is here to talk about that and much more. Because if you're having money madness in your life, today is the day to get secure. Spencer, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. It's so great having you, having you here. What a big, big topic. It really is, Pat. I mean, especially today. It's, it's like when money was flowing, we didn't blame our spouses, you know, for buying that overpriced dress or overpriced flat screen TV or making that that hot stock tip investment and that failed. We, we were okay with it because the money was flowing. But today, when things are tight, it's like, why did you make that investment two years ago? Why did you do that remodel? We're starting to have blame and resentment towards each other. Well, you know, you've hit on something so significantly important because, it, it, you know, I read a statistic the, the other day about the outcome of failed marriages or slash partnerships from, you know, this crisis. And yes. have you heard it? Have you heard some of the statistics are staggering? Yes. Now, I've read a mixed batch of statistics. I've also heard that in some areas and in some demographics, divorce is actually down right now, not because people or couples are getting along, but because no. they can't afford divorce anymore. Exactly. They can't sell the house. Exactly. Yeah, and that that is going to present itself with you know not only a a problem when when things really loosen up a little bit, but the disastrous family uh, effects of this. I don't think we can even predict because we're not even talking about what happens when you have a family really, and there are children involved, and then we're teaching children those messages. But that's that's what you're talking about as well. I mean, you say this this starts in childhood, so to speak. It really does. I mean, that money doesn't it seem like an adult topic, Pat? It's it's, just, it's so abstract. It's so sophisticated. It's um, it's 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 a very sophisticated topic, the world of money. And yet, everything we learn as an adult is minuscule compared to what we learn as a child. That is what drives our money behavior. Believe it or not, and the evidence of that is that we find the smartest people in the world, the people who know everything about money, like the Wall Street CEOs, making the most basic mistakes with finances. We find the Bernie Madoff investors, some of the smartest investors in the world, 
it's, the question is not why did they invest with Bernie Madoff, but how did they put such a large percentage of their money with Bernie Madoff? Clearly, it was all of these money decisions were driven by something else other than intelligence or their common sense. It was driven by emotion, and, and that emotion is coming right from childhood. Well, and, you know, this is really part of a bigger conversation as well, but you've actually taken this on, Spencer. I mean, you know, you're taking on, certainly your book is absolutely fabulous. Uh, and, you know, today we could probably talk about much, much, much more than we are, but there is an important message to, to talk about. You know, let's talk about money madness. I mean, the term and how you came up with that. Yeah. Because, you know, some people would say, well, yeah, it's money. We should be a little crazy about it. Yeah. <laughs> but should yeah, we? Well, the, you know, the truth is, is that we are so irrational with money. And what's, what's, what's interesting is that we can see it in other people much easier than in ourselves. So we know when our friends are buying houses or vacation homes they can't afford. We know when our friends are, you know, uh, getting, using, or abusing the credit cards. We know when, you know, a friend is, is, uh, is doing a subprime mortgage and shouldn't be doing it, uh, or is, oh, you know, spending money on a vacation that they can't afford, or buying too many lottery tickets. We can see it in others, but in ourselves, we tend to justify it. So this term, money madness, is really just the crazy behavior that we exhibit and we see exhibit in our friends and family members around money. And I call it madness because it really is. It, it, it hurts us financially. It causes us stress. It hurts our relationship, and it hurts our health. And that really is, a, that's really a, a disaster cocktail right there. Yeah. I, I mean, that, that just is what we're talking about here you know, will strip us down to our bare bones, so to speak. And I guess that's why you call it getting naked around money, because at some level we really have to get to that place where we can be naked with each other around this but and not be ashamed, because that's part of the conversation. I mean, it, you know, doesn't shame, Spencer, factor into why we don't have these conversations? Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, for me, when I was eight years old, I asked my father, Dad, how much money do you make? Uh-huh. Well, he gave me a glare that terrified me, that told me I had just crossed a line, that I had just sort of touched a high-voltage wire. It says, do not enter. Don't, don't ask that kind of question. I, it's like somehow I, I couldn't understand what happened. I, did I ask him a question about his romantic life? No, I just asked him a question about money. But as an 8-year-old, I was so terrified, so confused. I felt so much shame and fear around it that I came up with, you know, these distorted messages around money. And one of those distorted messages was exactly what you just said, is don't talk about money. I mean, that's the message I got by my father not answering that question, was don't ever talk about money. And then when I get married to my wife, Janine, do I talk about money? Do I tell her how much money I make or how much assets I have? No, because she'll try to take it from me or maybe she'll marry me because of it. So I, I hide that from her at the cost of intimacy and trust in the relationship. And, and you know, and, and let's just talk about this for a minute because, you know, when we say you hide that from her, it, it's, it's not that you, quote, don't necessarily trust her with the information, although that may be how it's perceived. Mm-hmm. And this is really kind of, you know, part two uh, of the dilemma, right? It, it's how, how do we interpret the behavior of our loved ones when it seems like on the surface 
there is a factor of you're not you don't trust me enough to tell me about this, yeah. and yet there's something else going going on. Uh, I mean, you, this you is setting up the, a disaster. You hit the nail on the head, Pat. That's exactly it. Is that whenever we see our spouses operating irrationally, exhibiting money madness, we can be certain that it has nothing to do with us. We think it's got something to do with me, but it doesn't. You know, my withholding of my financial information from my wife has nothing to do with her. It's all about what I learned in childhood. And for so many people, you know, they're, they're, they're complaining about their, their wives or their husbands spending so much money or doing crazy investments and sabotaging their financial future. And I often hear comments like, he or she is doing it to me, to our finances. No, this is behavior that they learned early on independent of your relationship. You know, when we when we look at this and, and I don't know, Spencer, are you finding that people are, are looking at money more or they don't have the tools to look at I get the sense that with that, you know, this is not the time people are looking at their money in the way you know, that you and I are talking about it. Yeah. That uh, this is definitely the time to look at it and one of the things that we have to start doing is is understanding and finding out what is your partner's history, sharing those money histories with each other so that we have an understanding and we can develop some compassion for each other and we stop taking it personally when our partners are, are act, acting out in, around money. Well, I love what you're saying, and certainly coming off of my interview with Don Miguel Ruiz last week on the Four Agreements, where he says don't take don't take things personally. This is one of those areas that we it, it couldn't be more clear on the fact that you know when we take this personally, when we take our behavior around money personally, it really is setting up a disastrous a disastrous platform. How do we recover if we're starting out in the early moments of a relationship and we start out with this level of mistrust? Can we recover from this? Well, I, I say yes. I mean, I say, you know, that, that most people see the, the opportunity in a relationship during the sort of the honeymoon phases when everything is going really well. I say that the opportunity for breakthrough and closeness and intimacy is when things are not going so well. It's sort of analogous to the stock market. Uh -huh. The stock market is something you should stay away from when it's all going well, when it's up, when it's up at the heights in 1999 and 2007. But like today, when the stock market isn't going well, now is the time to enter the stock market. And the same with our relationships. That's the opportunity to learn about each other's money history, to start developing some compassion for each other and figuring out ways of helping each other work through our issues around money and start to start to validate even our partners. There's a reason why your partner spends so much money. They're trying to satisfy some need within themselves that hasn't been met in childhood or some some message that they got around money that says that, you know, you're not worth anything. You don't, you don't deserve money. Often people who get those kinds of messages will tend to become chronic overspenders to make up for that message they got early on. Well, and that's why we're calling today's show Getting Naked Around Money. Uh, and we're here with author Spencer Sherman joining us on the show today. I did a you know, just fabulous way for you to meet him earlier today. The book is, of course, uh, one of the most incredible books on the market right now to help us get the cure for money madness. Break your bad money habits. Live with 
without financial stress and make more money. We're going to be talking about this and much more throughout the show today. We're also going to be talking about your financial intimacy quotient and what that means and why that's so important. And there are certain types that we'll discuss and talk about as well. I hope you've learned which one you might be, but, but most importantly, how can we break the spell of distrust? How can we break the seduction of keeping independent conversations? How can we break the pattern of lies that show up around money in our relationship? Is money the root of all evil? Well, when it can break up your relationship, there's something going on there. We'll take a short break. When we come back, we'll very, very specifically invite you to join us to take that financial intimacy quotient. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Kat James, author of The Truth About Beauty, and I want to share my thoughts on the importance of probiotics to your health and beauty transformation plan. Ever have a gut feeling something's not quite right with your body? You might feel it in your energy or even see it in your face. Well, that feeling might actually be coming from your gut, even if your digestion feels fine. I learned firsthand that if your body's inner ecology isn't right, your health looks and immunities suffer. My advice? Whether your health focus is detox, clearing your skin, or fighting the battle of the bulge, don't forget the battle of the bugs. Get the good bugs on your side with Dr. O'Hara's Probiotics 12 Plus. I personally use and recommend it because it's fermented for three years with 12 strains of good bacteria, including the proprietary TH10, found at least six times more powerful than other probiotics tested. Win the battle of the bugs with Dr. O'Hara's Probiotics 12 Plus. Available at the Vitamin Shop and other health stores or at probiotics12.com. Most of mankind's diseases are part of history, but few realize it at this time. A simple, inexpensive mineral supplement has the potential to change your life and your health. Go to thedrpatshow.com and listen to the interview with Jim Humble and Dennis Richard and learn the secrets of why your health is your choice. MMS, the miracle mineral supplement of the 21st century, can be purchased at mmsdr.com or call 760-536-6123. That's mmsdr.com. Is Egypt calling you? Join Dr. Friedemann Schaub, Danielle Rama Hoffman, and world-renowned harpist Peter Sterling for a sacred sound journey to Egypt, February 2009. Picture yourself meditating to magical harp music inside the Great Pyramid, luxuriating on a Nile cruise, and exploring sacred temples in private visits or travel that expands your consciousness and opens your heart. Call 866-903-6463 or visit Egypt is calling what does HealthyLife.net and Amazon.com have in common? Well, they're both available on the Internet. They both give great value. But most important, most of our positive program hosts and guests are accomplished authors. And their books are available from, you got it, Amazon.com. Now it even gets better than that. Because when you're listening on air to a HealthyLife.net host or guest, you can go directly to Amazon.com and you can order your book while you're still listening to your favorite HealthyLife.net program. So when you hear an author you like, go to the homepage of HealthyLife.net and click on Amazon.com. You're listening to CHSR Real Radio on the web. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. 
I'm so thrilled to have what a great conversation. Spencer Sherman joining me here today. He is the author of The Cure for Money Madness. And I want to make sure that you have Spencer's website because this is you're going to want to find out more about him. You're going to want to find out more about the book. And you're also going to want to find out more about how you can take uh, action in the direction that will set you free from this madness that we have going on about money. You know, Spencer, thank you for joining us here today. Cure, CureMoneyMadness.com is the website. Thank you for joining us here today. You and I were talking during break about how we've done really well in the area of sex and relationship. And we're, we're actually making some progress with spirituality and religion. But money is so, like, not on the table to talk about. Is this an opportunity for us to grow, or is this an opportunity, or is this, or is this really setting us up for consequences that we don't even know about? Mm. It is definitely an opportunity in so many ways. I mean, I have found with my own relationship and with thousands of others that I've worked with in workshops, with my clients, and by the way, there's a list of all my presentations and workshops on my on that website, CureMoneyMadness.com, that you mentioned. And I also have a, a financial vitamin newsletter that goes out for free, and you can sign up for that as well. So I want to mention that. So yes, this is we have the opportunity both to heal our relationships by starting to heal our money lives, and also, actually, ironically, attract more money to to ourselves and and heal our own our own balance sheets and our income statements. So there's a multi-purpose here in looking at our financial lives as a couple. It's going to help us in romantically and financially. Well, and, you know, let's talk about this because I mentioned the financial intimacy quotient that you have in the book. Uh, and, and also, I believe uh, you have it on your website as well. Uh, for those folks that want to go to the website, CureMoneyMadness.com, you'll see that there's a test center on here. Yeah. And each of us could take the uh, do I have the money madness or and or, and or the and financial intimacy. Yes, there's a financial intimacy quotient test also, yes. Yeah, which is very, 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 very fun. And I want to talk about it for a minute because I love sure. I love the questions that you ask, but even more importantly than that or what I was really struck by was the categorizations that you have. Mm. Let's talk about the financial intimacy quotient and what the purpose of this was. What were you hoping us to realize after sort of going through and answering the questions? It's, it's really to get a sense of, of where are you with your partner in regard to some of the real financial questions. Like, of course, we talk to our partners about sort of, well, what you, what'd you pay for that, you know, for that dress last week or that television set. But we don't talk about the underlying issues that are really driving our behavior, like our money histories, the money messages we got early on, the money educations we got, what we learned from our, from our mother, from our father. And, you know, and, and are, should we be combining our cash flow? And what, what if you spend a lot of money on books and I spend a lot of money on restaurants? How do we not both rise to the higher level in every single spending category? You know, it's, it's like talking about all, the, our whole money life together. That's what I was hoping. I was hoping people would get motivated by doing the financial intimacy quotient to actually address the underlying issues. Well, and I want to just share a little bit of this with our listeners because, you know, some of the questions, um, and, I, and I would really encourage all of you to go to CureMoneyMadness.com uh, and, and, and go and take the test um, or fill out the questionnaire, rather, because some of these questions I found very kind of easy to answer, and others I thought, no, 
No, I don't know my spouse's or partner's money madness or money monster. I mean, how do I even have that conversation, Spencer? Yeah, that's so important to know so you have a sense of what your partner is likely to do. And often what happens with couples is we tend to attract a mate who has a, a, a different money madness than ourselves. We tend to attract someone to, to balance ourselves. So that's the other reason, not to break up with your partner if you're, if you're disappointed that your partner's a spender and you're a saver. That's almost by design. A saver is going to naturally be attracted to a spender. And, you know, is that so we can heal each other? Is that so we can complement each other? Or well, yeah, it's, it's both. It's, it's so we can balance each other, we can learn from each other, and we can enjoy our lives a lot more. I mean, the saver will keep the spender from, from complete financial suicide. And the spender will help the saver enjoy life a little bit because money that's just saved, I mean, I certainly know of people who have saved their whole life, never spent anything, and, you know, all you get from that is a very expensive funeral. So there has to be some balance here. Well, you know, one of the things I went through and I looked at, especially, you know, when we're talking about getting naked, is after going through the intimacy quotient and you find out, okay, like, which category are you in? And, you know, I was fascinated by what you named these categories. And I would like to take a minute to talk about, you know, where people kind of fall in the scale of things, mm. especially around financial intimacy. Sure, sure. I mean, you mean going through, yeah, so some people who just have not, you know, had many serious money conversations, especially the type that I'm pointing to here that include really knowing the numbers, knowing your past, I mean, that's the kind of stuff we just avoid, especially, especially the numbers. I mean, most people will buy, like a house, for example, the largest purchase of their life, without really knowing what it's going to cost on an annual basis to maintain that house. So that's why I say here, do you know each of your combined net worth, your separate net worth? Do you know your cash flow, how much you actually spend each month? Do you know what your, what your income is each month? Most couples I speak to, have no clue of those numbers. Yeah, I mean, at least I would say at least one spouse has no clue of those numbers. One of the two, because yeah. you know, is that because we think, oh, I'm not the money, I'm not the money spouse. Yeah, I don't and, do money, and and that is so unfortunate because what I have found is that the non-dominant money spouse often has the most to offer, because when it comes to money, the exciting thing about it is that it's not that it's a very easy topic. If we just follow some simple rules, and sometimes what I'm finding is that the more sophisticated financial spouse will often do things that sabotage their finances because they're looking for more complex, exotic ways of handling their finances, like like the people that invested in with Bernie Madoff, or just people that in you know pick the next startup company that's going to go big, trying to find the next Google or something. I mean, usually the non-dominant financial spouse will keep things simpler. And that will most likely lead to a, to greater success. So I so I really want to welcome in the non-dominant spouse. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's like we think, Spencer. I mean, I I think you know if you're listening to the show and you're thinking, oh, that's the male figure. That's true. And I, there are some money, yes. you know, there, there are some craziness that we hold in our consciousness about who we think is running the show. We're going to talk about that and much more when we come back. My very special guest today, Spencer Sherman, joining me on the Dr. Pat Show. As I said before, if you want to find out more about Spencer and you want to find out more about the book, go to the website, 
CureMoneyMadness.com. If you want to find out more about us right here on The Dr. Pat Show, go to www.thedrpatshow.com, T-H-E-D-R, patshow.com. When we come back, we'll be talking about some of these other types that may show up, but the bottom line is going to be how do we turn this money madness into our best, best years of our lives and share a level of intimacy that we've never had before. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Performance Velocity brings you the Breakthrough Human Performance Formula, ETA equals R, where energy intelligence is the key competency for the successful business leader. Are you ready for this emerging trend? You can ignite leadership, accelerate execution, and deliver peak performance every time. Performance Velocity can help you, your management team, or your company. Call 303-744-2464. Human performance is their business. Visit performancevelocity.com and start getting results. Now, Perpco Green, biodegradable by nature, green by choice. Traditional trash bags stay in our landfills and pollute the earth for over 800 years or more. Perfco Green trash bags disappear naturally within two years and leave nothing harmful behind. Convert your home, school, and business to Perfco Green. Now available at Walgreens, Amazon.com, Office Max, and other local stores. Visit PerfcoGreen.com. That's P-E-R-F GoGreen.com. Dig deep for the most complete and detailed credit reporting on the planet. It's CreditInvest.com. With CreditInvest.com, you can capture more usable information in less time and at a lower cost than the current industry leaders. So dig deep, but keep your money in your business. For the best credit reporting, visit CreditInvest.com or call 877-577-7573. 877-577-7573 today. Hey, Benny, Dr. Pat's looking pretty good lately, don't you think? Yeah, you know what? I noticed that, too. Maybe she's got some new makeup. Nope, it's the ageless secret she's been using. It's an all-natural, organic, energetic cosmetic that's stronger than gravity. They say people that start using it look younger while they're getting older. It's made with purified water and special ingredients, including trace minerals, aloe, and MSM. Ageless Secret. Do you think I should start using it? Sure. Why not? And get me some, too. Hey, guys. I heard you talking about the Ageless Secret. You've got to try it. Just a few sprays of the light mist and my face feels tighter and smoother. The longer I've been using it, the better my results have become. You're going to absolutely love it. So go to agelesssecret.com or call 888-424-4247. That's agelesssecret.com or give them a shout at 888-424-4247 and get some now. The Bright Side of Talk, HealthyLife.net. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive by... And getting naked around money with author Spencer Sherman. You know, and the book, of course, as I said before, what a wealth of knowledge. But, boy, what an invitation to change. The cure for money madness. Break your bad money habits. Live without financial stress and make more money. And, there, you know, Spencer, you've really approached this this 
well, let me just say this, this conversation, this issue from a number of different dimensions, dimensions that, you know, I don't think most people are, are talking about. And you come right out of the gate and you talk about the money monster. And, you know, when I think about that, I have such a visual of that, you know, looking under the bed. You know, it's the monster there. I can't sleep at night. You know, as we think about this as adults, I've got to tell you, the whole money monster thing is keeping a lot of people up and at the same time creating some destructive dynamics and relationships. And, you know, here you are talking about it and saying, boy, we got to get this thing managed. Yes, that. That money monster, I mean, just to, just to explain, and, and the book, by the way, Pat, it, just so everyone knows, talks about every aspect of our finances, and a huge chapter in the book is on financial intimacy between couples. So what happens in childhood is we get these distorted perceptions of money because we don't understand money as kids, and we come out, we come out with a message like, you know, renting is throwing money down the train. You'll never be anybody unless you own your own home. And that leads us to automatically buy homes we can't afford, and it's, and it's the money monster, which I call it, which is the energetic voice of fear. It's really like, like that, just that voice of fear that's whispering to us and saying, buy that house even though, you know, you haven't looked at the numbers yet. You know, you deserve that house. Renting is throwing money down the drain, and we'll go and buy the house. Or, you know, I worked with, a, with someone who was the son of a minister, and he, he grew up with the notion that money is dirty, you shouldn't have to charge for your services. So he's not able to talk about his fees. Every time he's in a client meeting, the money monster whispers to him, it's that fearful voice whispers to him, don't talk about your fees, it's dirty to charge for your services, and he doesn't. Well, he's going through a foreclosure right now with his family, can't pay his bills. So that's what happens when we don't do anything about this money monster, it wrecks havoc in our lives. And, you know, and the money monster shows up in different ways, and I just want to make sure that our listeners know that. You covered this so brilliantly in the book. Um, you know, we probably have a money monster operating right now, and we don't even know it. How do we find this out, Spencer? I mean, mm. how do we understand, you know, what aspect is, is you know, that we're operating from? Which monster is showing up today? So to yes, speak? yes. Well the, well, the first step is really to go recall in childhood sort of your money initiation, that experience you had when, when you maybe first had a difficult experience around money where there was some emotion around money when you were between 5 and 10 years of age. And in that experience will most likely be the distorted money message, the unproductive money message you got, and also those difficult feelings that produce the money monster that keeps whispering to you. The other way to note it is what, when, you, when you're out shopping or you're, you're investing or you're saving money or you're communicating with your spouse, what are the voices in your head saying? That's the money monster. You know, is the voice saying, buy that cashmere sweater, you, you, you deserve it, you know, even if you can't afford it? Or maybe your money monster says the opposite, don't buy anything, you know, just save all your money because you may need it for a rainy day 50 years from now and never let you enjoy yourself. Or maybe your money monster is constantly telling you to withhold information from your spouse or, or maybe exaggerate, um, you know, how much the dress really costs. Maybe you say it only costs $50 when it really costs $100. You know, that's your money monster whispering you to suppress the truth. So those, you know, another way you can, you can doubt it is, you, is find a, 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 either an unbiased financial advisor 
or a friend, someone who has no agenda with you. And because we, it's hard for us to see our blind spots. And ask that friend, what do you notice about me and my money behavior? Do you notice any patterns? And if that friend is a trusted friend, they'll probably point out to you, yes, you're, you're never looking at the numbers. And that's the money monster telling you, don't, don't look at your checking account balances. Don't look at your credit card statements. Just go ahead and buy anyway. Well, and you know, part of that is, uh, or, or do we, would we rather not know? Are we ashamed? Do we get into a pattern of spending, spending, spending? Uh, I mean, you know, where does all this come from? I mean, you know, because I think part of this is getting into this pattern and not really understanding yeah, or knowing. Yeah, it, it all comes from childhood. It's the combination of the difficult emotion, the fear, the shame we felt as children around money combined with these messages. That's what, that's what leads us to make, to do such irrational things around money as adults like not being able to look at the numbers or just keep our heads in the sand and just ignore the whole thing. And so we end up with the, with this ostrich category here where the couple is just completely dismissing everything right. around their finances and almost pretending like everything's going to be okay even though they're about to lose their house, for example. Well, and then I love you go on to talk about the woodpeckers. And mm-hmm. you know, let's talk about that for a minute because we don't really – this is the first time I've ever heard – that definition, you know, that way to describe a dynamic in a, in a, in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought it would be interesting to use these different birds. I love it that you use birds. Yeah, and the woodpeckers are a step up. They've, they've done some things. They've maybe shared, uh, you know, what their, what their combined monthly cash flow is. Maybe they've shared um, what their assets are with each other, but they haven't done the sharing, perhaps, of their childhood money messages, their money histories their money educations, uh, they haven't talked about, you know, purchases, investments, and charitable gifts that they, they're going to be doing in the next 12 months. So there's a couple of things they haven't yet disclosed. But it's, it, it sounds like they're talking. I mean, they're talking. Yeah, yeah they're, they're, they're talking. Yes, you're, you got it. The woodpeckers, like, the, like you know, like when you hear them pecking up the street, they're making a lot of noise. They're pecking away, but they're not really communicating the deeper issues. They're just scratching the surface. That could actually be worse at some levels because yes. on the surface, it, it, you know, it, you know, we look okay. Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. Yes. We're talking about this, but really, we're not talking about the issues. Yeah. The woodpeckers look wrong. okay because they're yeah. having the. They're setting up time to have the conversations, but they're not going deep enough to really move their finances forward. Well, when we come back, we're going to be talking about, you know, what category do you do you fit into, and how do you begin these conversations? What is it that you can do at a real practical level to get the ball rolling? You know, and what does it mean to talk about the role of money? We'll be right back with my very special guest today, Spencer Sherman. And, by the way, you can be anxiety-free around money. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the show. Hey, Benny, Dr. Pat's looking pretty good lately, don't you think? Yeah, you know what? I noticed that, too. Maybe she's got some new makeup. Nope, it's the Ageless Secret she's been using. It's an all-natural, organic, energetic cosmetic that's stronger than gravity. They say people that start using it look younger while they're getting older. It's made with purified water and special ingredients, including trace minerals, aloe, and MSM. 
ageless secret. Do you think I should start using it? Sure. Why not? And get me some, too. Hey, guys, I heard you talking about the ageless secret. You've got to try it. Just a few sprays of the light mist, and my face feels tighter and smoother. The longer I've been using it, the better my results have become. You're going to absolutely love it. So go to agelesssecret.com or call 888-424-4247. That's agelesssecret.com or give them a shout at 888-424-4247 and get some now. Stop surviving. Start living. This is the year to bring your practice and your patients to the next level. Come to the workshop that can help you transform your practice and your life. See how beliefs affect our bodies and learn specific techniques for creating optimal health. Sponsored by the Institute of Healing Arts and Sciences. This workshop will help you do all of this and more. Register now for Merging Alternative and Traditional Therapies April 11th through the 13th in Hartford, Connecticut. Call 866-303-HEAL. Hey, Carol, looks like you haven't been sleeping well lately. Yeah, Dr. Pat, I'm really upset about losing so much of our retirement fund due to the market. Do you have any ideas? Let me tell you about my friend Tom. He told me to put my money in an index universal life retirement plan. It protects me from market loss, disability, increased taxes, litigation, and the financial upset of premature death. That sounds like a smart plan. How do I reach him? Call Tom, Tom Leota at WeExcel Financial, 888-252-3083, or his website, Debt Free. A good life is essential, and that's why I listen to HealthyLife.net. And for nutritional support for me and my family, my business goes to HealthyLife.net affiliate, GNC LiveWell. It's the trusted name in the vitamin and supplement industry. And that's essential when you're the one responsible for your good health and the well-being of your family. GNC LiveWell has a multitude of convenient locations near you. It is always open on the Internet at GNC.com. GNC LiveWell. The name says it all. Earth Friendly Radio, HealthyLife.net. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. What a great conversation. I wish we had like about two more hours to, to talk with Spencer Sherman, the author of The Cure for Money Madness, but we're getting a lot in here today. Today's focus is one slice of the pie. You know, we're talking about getting naked around money. We're talking about financial intimacy. It is really one slice of the pie. And, you know, when you look at and you get a copy of the book, you're going to be, you're going to be seeing there are other slices of the pie, uh, including money madness in action, how to free your life from the money madness, how to tame the monster, and, you know, on and on. And then also, you know, there is this idea of finding your sufficiency. And Spencer really takes all of this on and much more. You know, Spencer, we were talking about the ostriches and the woodpeckers, and certainly I'm sure all of us can relate to that. I think the next category is is very, very interesting. And, you know, it's interesting because it seems to be, you know, the meadowlark seems to be having it all going on. And I think you you set this up in a way so we could see where we are but more importantly, to make sure we maintain or move forward to to have a great relationship. You know, how is the meadowlark different than the woodpecker? Well, the meadowlark is actually, they're, they're actually going beneath the surface. They're doing some real work. They're really interested in reversing their lifelong money patterns, and they really are committed to each other and saying, look, I'm not only am I committed to you, uh, as my partner, but I'm committed to our finances being really successful. 
the metal locks have made that crossover, and there's just one little thing that you know or two that they're still holding on to, you know, that they're just you know keeping aside, you know, and they're so they're just one step or two away from being really in tune with each other. And you know, this is really moving on the continuum of things, right? You know, and 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 you go on to say that you know this. You know, there's one thing missing ingredient from keeping, you know, couples or yes. from being totally in tune with with each other, and yes. and I guess it's the idea of full disclo- full disclosure. That's right. Or not. That's right. I mean, Pat, if we have 50 couples, including myself, you know, what's is there? What's the one thing you're withholding from your spouse? Uh, my bet is that like almost every one of those 50 couples would have something that, that every one of the spouses in those couples would have one thing they're withholding from each other. You know, maybe it's a purchase you made last week or an investment you made that you either didn't tell your spouse about or that you exaggerated about either low low or high in terms of how that investment did or how much that, that uh, object cost that you bought. Now, what's so, what's so kind of cool about this, I mean, you know, many many of the folks listening to the show today, I'm sure that they're thinking, well, yeah, there are probably a few things that I haven't told my spouse. But what I'm so struck by is... The difference between having that intimate relationship with a partner versus the, your family in general, because there may be some things that you might mention to a spouse that you would not mention to your general family or not, or is that just another money monster that I might have? <laughs> no, I think, I think there are appropriate money conversations, and my book is certainly not saying to be open about your income to everyone or right. even to your to every family member, I mean, some things might only be appropriate for your spouse, but I think what we all forget is that our spouse is really the co-CEO of our finances, and if there were two CEOs in a company, like running a company like Apple Computer or something, and they and they weren't talking with each other, there'd be a problem. You know, you say to set aside 30 minutes a day for at least the next week to learn about one another's money history. Mm. And uh, and I, I just you know and you, that's actually step one. That's what yeah. you come out and say. And we said we were going to share some ideas on how to get started. Um, where do we start? Do you suggest we kind of start slow, or you know, I know some people that have done this, and that thirty minutes they they handed over a journal to their partners. I mean, there's got to be an approach or not an approach. What do you suggest? I suggest that you start with. You start relaying your money stories with each other. Take 10 minutes. Tell the story. Start really small. I mean, tell your story in 10 minutes. Yeah. And, you know, have your partner feed back to you what your, what your partner heard, and then the other partner gets to go for 10 minutes, and then there's feedback on what you heard. It's always good to, to hear your spouse feed it back to you. There's a lot of learning in that, and then you know that you're actually, you know, getting your communication across. So that that's important. And then you know you go on to say that it's important to really crunch the numbers. You know to oh, understand. I can't say enough about yeah. the numbers. We so avoid the numbers. I and know. I have this on my website. Intentional spending statements. These are the most powerful statements you can fill out as a couple. Do them for 2009. You put down ranges for every category instead of just fixed numbers. Because what I've discovered is that it's much harder to break a range than a fixed number. And this can be so exciting to do this with your spouse. And then you can do it in a couple of different ways. You can say, well, what if our income goes down, you know, another 20% or something? Let's do another 
defending intention statement, assuming that that might happen? Or what if we decide to move to, you know, another area that costs less to live? What would our spending statement be like there if we rented instead of owned our home? So you can play with these statements a little bit. Well, and, you know, this is, this for many of us, you've got to start somewhere. You know, even if you kind of make a game, but you actually provide uh, people in the book. You provide us with, you know, a, a monthly cash flow sheet and much yeah. more. That's the intentional spending statement with those ranges. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, so part of this is really looking at, and as you say in step three, co-designing your joint money life. Boy, I mean, wouldn't it be great if if couples kind of got out of the gate knowing this and doing this, and and yet even if you haven't. This is kind of help folks actually heal some wounds. Mm-hmm. Yes, and that's the thing is we can be such aids for each other as, as partners for each other because we're working with, we're, you know, we're with each other every day. If we know each other's past around money and we see the way we operate, we can either be allies or we can be adversaries. And which do you think is going to actually, you know, make more sense financially and romantically? Well, you know, definitely to be allies. I mean, you know, we, we talk about our, our the, the sex in our relationships not working very well, and yet when we probably kind of drill down and look at this, I would imagine from your perspective what you've learned is that money monster is hanging out right there in the bedroom. Oh, yes, Pat. I mean, especially, it, it, you know, I think it's maybe even more so for women. They have to feel a sense of trust. And that if the man is controlling the money, often the women control the sex. And that is not a recipe for a great relationship. Wow. But I'll tell you, you have created a great recipe for a fabulous solution for us in the book, The Cure for Money Madness. Spencer Sherman joining us here today. The website is curemoneymadness.com. Also check it out. You're going to also see a great partnership between Spencer and Byron Katie. It's certainly a friend on the Dr. Pat Show. Lots of information on the website. When we come back, Spencer is going to share his personal message for all of us today. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Is your body missing something? Our bodies know when we're not getting enough omega-3s from our diets. And if you're missing out on omega-3s, you're probably also missing out on things like better moods, more comfortable joints, healthier skin, and much more. Thousands of studies now show the multitasking health benefits of omega-3s for everything from heart, brain, joint, and metabolic health to improving immunity and the body's response to stress. Studies also show that the best source of omega-3s is a fish oil supplement. I'm Kat James, and for me, everything changed when I started taking fish oil. I'm a true believer in the power of fish oil and in the purity and environmental dedication of Nordic Naturals. Their patented processing technology ensures industry-leading purity and freshness and a clean, fruity taste. Get the omega-3s you're missing with Nordic Naturals' complete line of award-winning fish oils for adults, children, and pets. Learn more at nordicnaturals.com. Are you going through a divorce? FreshStartAfterDivorce.com has been created to support you during and after divorce. It's packed with resources, articles, and tips from experts nationwide. As a business personal coach who specializes in divorce and founder of the National Association of Divorce for Women and Children, Joni Winberg's mission is to provide the support and encouragement you need to move your life forward. You don't have to face this challenging time alone. Go to FreshStartAfterDivorce.com. Information, entertainment, 
worldwide. HealthyLife.net. glad to have Spencer Sherman joining us here today. Spencer, what is your personal message for our listeners today? Well, I would, there's a few steps I wanted to give people. You know, what do you do now to take back your finances? So in addition to everything we've said on the show today, and especially sharing your money histories, finding out for yourself what your distorted perceptions are from childhood and the unproductive messages that are guiding you today, like that renting is throwing money down the drain or money makes the world go around or whatever those messages are that play out in your life today, they're so important to recognize those and see how they're keeping you from having more success with your finances. Here's something else is pretend when, you're, when, when the two of you are in maybe a fight around a financial issue, instead of looking at it from the standpoint of each other, pretend that another couple, just make up a fictional couple, has your exact financial situation. How would the two of you advise this other couple? So you, the two of you almost become financial advisors and turn the tables and say, how would we advise this other couple? How should, should they buy this house? Should they sell this house? Should they sell their stocks? All of a sudden, the emotion and the finger pointing will go away, and you're more likely to make an objective recommendation of this mm. couple. Wow. Thank you, Spencer. Thank you so much for joining us here today. And thank you all for tuning in to the Dr. Pat Show. The book is The Cure for Money Madness. And as I said before, the website is curemoneymadness.com. Remember that you can take full control of your life and live life full out. We'll see you right back here on the Dr. Pat Show next week. 